0: A man sues the Toronto Police for violence. Relatives of a family found dead near the border last year have unanswered questions. McKinsey made even more money than previously reported and a plane crash in Nepal kills at least 68. Good morning. It's Monday, January 16th. I'm Nora, and here are your headlines. This morning, let's start in Toronto, where Toronto police are being sued for $1.6 million by a University of Toronto student who was pinned to the ground by an officer's knee on his neck while they tasered him. The incident happened in August 2021. According to police officer notes, the officers thought that the student, Hassani Ogilvie, was a different black man. Even though Ogilvie insisted that he wasn't who they were looking for, they still pinned him to the ground with a knee on his neck and tasered him. Named in the lawsuit are Sergeant Rachel Saliba, Constable Jillian Baquarian, and Constable Seth Ritkoder. Ogilvie talks about having psychological scars from the incident, and it's no wonder a knee to the neck from police officers has killed many people, especially black men, and hearkens the memory of the murder of George Floyd. Now, not reported in this CTV article, but necessary information is that. In 2021, Reed Kutter made $144,000 as a police officer, and that was a 10.9% increase in his salary over 2020. Saliba made 140,000, and that was an 8.6 increase over her salary in 2020. The third officer's wages were not published on Ontario Public Sector Disclosure suggesting that it was under $100,000. Now to Manitoba where relatives of an Indian family that perished as they tried to cross into Canada by foot are raising questions about what happened to lead to the tragedy a year ago. Jagdish Baldavai Patel, Ben Jagdish Kumar Patel, Vihangi Jagdish Kumar Patel, and Darmik Jagdish Kumar Patel were all found near the Manitoba border and died from exposure to the cold weather. Vihangi and Darmik were children. A man was arrested that night for human trafficking, an American from Florida. He was found near the border driving a white van. Found not far by was another group of five others from India who said that they had been walking for 11 hours in the freezing weather and that four members of their group had become separated from them. Hina Alam from the Canadian press talked to members of the Patel family in India who explained the ways that some people from their community find their way to North America sometimes through fake student visas and other schemes. The RCMP told L.M. that they had no updates on the case. And now national news. An update, actually, from news that I talked about last week. Romain Chouet and Thomas Gerbet have updated their investigation into McKinsey. Remember last week? I think it was the day that I actually launched this podcast McKinsey was reported as having received more than 30 times the number of contracts in dollars from the Trudeau government than they had received from the previous Harper government. Well, the pair of Radio Canada journalists have been digging even further and they have found even more contracts. Rather than having spent $66 million on McKinsey since they took office in 2015, the journalists have discovered that they actually have paid more than $100 million to the American firm. In the initial report, Chouet and Gierbe report that the departments that spent the most money on McKinsey were Immigration, Refugee and Citizenship Canada and Canada Border Services Agency. But... Updated reporting shows that, in fact, the Department of National Defense spent even more. Since 2021, they've spent at least $34 million. The pair reported that McKinsey was working on, quote unquote, modernizing the Navy, promoting cultural diversity in the department and managing complaints, especially sexual assault complaints in the Army. Now, former Supreme Court Justice Louise Arbour, who was re- appointed to write a report on handling sexual assault cases within the, within the military, criticized the system that McKinsey had suggested, saying that it would create the same conflicts of interest that already exist. McKinsey also received contracts from, Ajo- from Atomic Energy Canada and Destination Canada, a group that develops tourism within the country. This news broke on the weekend in French, and I haven't yet seen it reported in English, but it is definitely something that you should pay attention to. I have an article coming out about it this week in Passage, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And finally, Nepal. The BBC's Regini, Vaidyanathan and Alexandra Fauché is reporting that Nepal this morning is in mourning after at least 68 people died after a short flight from Kathmandu to Poldara. The flight crashed, fell into a gorge, and caught fire. There were 72 people on board, and most were Nepalese. And while it's still unclear if there were any survivors, it seems as if there were none. There are a lot of unanswered questions about what happened. The pilot said that there was nothing, quote, untoward about what they saw as the plane approached the airport, and that mountains were clear and visibility was good. Nepal is not an easy country to fly in with its mountains and changing weather patterns, and the airport at Prokara had just opened this year. Residents told BBC that the pilot seemed to have aimed for one of the areas that wasn't populated. In the report from the BBC, local resident Divya Dakal said that, quote, the pilot tried his best to not hit civilization or any home, There was a small space right beside the Seti River, and the flight hit the ground in that small space. This is the worst aviation disaster in Nepal in 30 years. Those are your headlines for today. It's Monday, January 16th. I'm Nora. Have a great start to your week.